Welcome to Business Masters, the podcast that gives you direct access to world-leading experts on key business issues. To be the first to know about future shows and to access even more exclusive content, visit businessblueprint.com and subscribe today. Hello, it's Dale Beaumont, founder of Business Blueprint, and welcome back to another Business Masters podcast. Today, I'm talking with small business expert, Francisca Easily, and today, we're going to be talking about five top tips for marketing your business. So first of all, uh, tell me more about your company, Basic Bananas. What is it, and what does it actually do? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Dale, and thanks for having me on, on the show. So Basic Bananas is basically... A small business marketing education organization and our main focus is on educating small businesses how to market and probably our main thing that, that, that we do when we educate people is to make sure that they realize that it's it's not there's no magic pill and it's not even very hard to understand marketing and it can also be fun because a lot of businesses think that marketing you know, sucks a little bit or it's annoying or it's boring or they just get confused about uh, and overwhelmed about all the marketing strategies out there. So we are out there to show them how to market and how to learn how to market their businesses because it's very important. And we do that through different programs. The main one is called the Clever Bunch, which is our main program. And then we have some smaller workshops as well, like Blastoff. Now, do you believe that there are some people that just have a natural skill or knack for marketing? Or do you believe that anybody can learn how to become savvy when it comes to marketing? Yeah, it's a really good question. And, you know, I, I do think that some people have a knack for marketing, but it's, it's not always the marketers that have a knack for marketing because I see it with businesses here at our Basic Bananas Plantation, as we call our head office, People come in and it can be landscapers, accountants, bookkeepers, lawyers. And sometimes you see people that are in a field like that, chiropractors or removalists or or tradies. And some people are really just really good at coming up with good ideas. But having said that, you can also learn how to be a good marketer. And, And probably the best way to do that is by observation observe what the market wants, observe what's out there and what's working and what's not working because there's a lot of marketing out there that is not very good. But having, yeah, I I think that you can have a little knack for marketing, but I think you can also learn it. Okay. And you've mentioned, you know, coming up with good ideas. Clearly that's one part of marketing, but there's there's more to it than just that as well. How would you describe an effective marketer? What is an effective marketer to you? For me, I think an effective marketer, which I think everybody Pretty much whether you own a business or not, you're a marketer. From the day you're born, you're, you're a marketer. And being an effective marketing is being able to be persuasive. Is that how you pronounce that word? Persuasive. Absolutely. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. Um, and being able to observe and be a really good observer and listener and finding out exactly what your specific market wants so you can give them what they need through marketing. And so I think a a good marketer is someone who is very observative and can be persuasive with it without being annoying because I'm I'm very much not into the the pushy sort of annoying marketing that is in your face. For me in this in this economy it's all about doing marketing that adds value. So those are probably the two main skills, I think, is if you can be influential, persuasive, and a really good observer of your market and then talking to your market about what their needs and their frustrations are. 
Mm, and a lot of people, what I find is that they um, they might market because they desperately need clients, so they might put it in effort for a couple of days or a couple of weeks. Um, but then once they are full and they've got enough clients to service, then they completely drop the ball. I'm guessing that, that you think that marketing should be um, an activity that's constantly part of someone's business and it's just almost like part of their DNA, not like a tap you just turn on and off. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. And, and that, that type of marketing that you explained before is very common and it's not, it's not very sustainable for a small business. And also mainly when, when businesses do that, they just say, oh, you know, I'm just going to spend a few grand to, to run an ad in a paper. And it's, it's not effective. And so it's, it's like, you know, your, your daily activities in your business, you have a few things that you always have to do. And marketing should be one of them. And, and obviously, you, Dell, you know that really well. It's about building relationships. So you have to turn the tap on pretty much every day and then always have people come through your funnel so that you never, you never have the ups and downs because most businesses, what we see is they have crazy ups and downs and ups and downs and it's, it's hard for them to, to make constant income for their business and they go from struggling to doing well, from struggling to doing well. So if they just put in place some really good marketing strategies and a really good marketing system that can attract clients every single day or prospects, then they build relationships and that way they can manage the, the flow of clients and it's not the ups and downs that are a little bit scary and annoying for a business owner. Mm. Now, we're going to go into five hot tips for helping people to, um, to to market their business more effectively. But, but before that, if someone's listening to this interview now and they just think to themselves, you know, I'm just not good when it comes to marketing, what would you say to that person? Well, I think you are probably good. You just don't, you just haven't found you know, the right ways to market just yet. But I, I think everyone can be good at it. And especially for a business owner, you, you really have to invest in your education and in your knowledge to get at least a little bit good at marketing. And then my philosophy is all about if you run a business, you really want to understand marketing. It's not really that hard to understand, but you just have to invest in education. But then if you, you, you go and you invest in your education, you understand marketing, if you then want to outsource part of it, that's cool. There are a lot of agencies that can do parts of your marketing that you can outsource it. But I always say don't go and outsource stuff if you don't get it yourself because you just get rip, ripped off left and right pretty much if you don't, if you don't get it. So at least as a business owner, you want to have your, you want to put together your overall strategy and be clear on, on how you want to market your business, which channels you're going to use, and then you can outsource it. So I think if a business owner says, I'm not good at it, well, you, you can invest in yourself to get good at it and you can be good at it if you want to. All right, let's get into our hot tips. We've got five. Uh, so um, let's uh, get into number one. Yeah, sure. And this one is some of your listeners might have watched TED Talk, or if not, I, I would highly recommend it. It's by a, a one, I can't remember the t- title of it. I think it's by, you might even remember the, the name of the, t- the title. It's by Simon Sinek. Mm-hmm. It starts, starts with why. Exactly, starts with why. And that's a very good tip when it comes to marketing. And to add on to what he talks about in his TED Talk is as a small business owner, most businesses sell the what. So they sell accounting or bookkeeping or, or cracking your back if they're a chiropractor. They don't like me saying that, though. Um, business coaching, gardening, they, they sell the what. They, but what you need to do to be more effective, you actually need to think about 
why are customers coming to you? So why are people buying from you? Yeah, of course, they're coming because they need they need accounting or a beauty salon, for example. A beauty salon usually sells facials or manicure or whatever. But really, what are why are customers coming to you? And that's what you need to sell. So for a beauty salon, it would be something like they are selling feeling beautiful or they're selling spoiling yourself or they're selling being worth it to take time out or they're selling getting compliments from from my girlfriend. So they're not really selling the what you have to sell the why or an accountant. I mean, most accountants, when you look at their marketing pieces, they sell the what and it can be it can sound a little bit boring for a small business owner if that's their market. So what are they really selling? They're selling control over your finances. They're selling clarity. They're selling retirement support for some. Peace of mind, maybe. Peace of mind, exactly. And same thing with at Basic Bananas. The what is we sell marketing education, but that doesn't sound that sexy. Really what we're selling is freedom, being able to go on holidays with your family, looking like you, you got your marketing under control in front of your family, having fun, your reputation, happiness. That Those are the things that people really are coming to buy from you as a business owner. So you need to ask yourself the question, why? Okay, I get what, what I'm selling, the what, but why are people really coming to buy from me? And the best question is really just just observe your market and and ask them, why do you come and buy from me? What's the what's the reason behind it? Okay, let's just say you discover what it is, and you mentioned a few examples like the beauty salon. What do you do with that information? What do you do with those insights once you've discovered them? Yeah, it's a good question. So, so then instead of if I go to a website or I get somebody's flyer, say the beauty salon, I meet uh, Heidi. She gives me her flyer. It says manicure, pedicure, whatever, uh, waxing. It, it says the what on there, but if it maybe a little bit in the, on the first page, if it got me in the conversation and her conversation with me at networking event got me in by saying, hey, we, we are in the business of making women feel amazing and we help you get, get compliments from your girlfriends or we make you, if, you know, if, if I was single and she's talking to me, she would probably say, we help you pick up guys. And then I would go, oh, what, how, how do you do that? So it's, it's just... The, how you use those insights in the way you then communicate to your market, whether it's a face-to-face communication at a networking event or through your marketing pieces. So rather than just going straight into the what, you actually first get your customers in by talking about why they would even consider working with you. And you, if you start doing that, you will actually be a little bit different because most people are not doing it. All right, great. Let's uh, talk about number two. Yeah, and that's exactly that. The, the next point is differentiate yourself. So in, in today's market, it's, it's quite crowded, but I'm, I'm not too worried about having competitors. Uh, and I think it's a good thing because it means that it's a healthy market and you're in a niche that, that can sell. But one thing that businesses have to do is they have to differentiate themselves to stand out. Most businesses, what they do is they blend in and, and they just do the same, same. They look at what other people are doing and then they just do the same thing because they don't know any better. But one thing that businesses have to do is actually they just have to see how they can be a little bit different how can, and how can they be a little bit unique. And really, I'll, I'll give your listeners two questions or two ways to, to find that uniqueness. The first one is your listeners could ask their existing clients, why do you like buying from us? 
it's similar to the first, it helps you also cover the first point. So why do you like buying from us? What makes us awesome? And, and then you will find even a few points that they say that you wouldn't even think that they care about that. So they would say, I really like how you call me after working with you. Say if you're a doctor or a dentist, just the other day, one of my team members here, she came in and she said, I can't believe it. My, my daughter got, went to the dentist yesterday and then the next day the dentist called to check in. And she told the whole office and everyone was like, who is this dentist? It's unique. And now we all know her dentist. And probably when I need to go to the dentist next, I might go to that guy. So ask you, so, and, and for him, it might just be a thing that he does and he doesn't even know that it's unique. So ask your existing clients, why do you buy from us? What makes us awesome? What makes us, what makes us unique? And a second question, which you, this is a really good exercise. We do this all the time with our members here at Basic Bananas, and we get them to ask this question at least every six months. And, and we do the same for us. We ask people in a survey, for example, or just face-to-face, what would make working with a, you insert your industry, what would make working with a hairdresser even more irresistible? What would make working with chiropractor even more irresistible? What would make working with a plumber even more irresistible? And I can give you a couple of examples that came out of, of asking this question. Please and do. You can, yeah, these are great. Yeah, they're, they're great questions. And you can even use them, you know, at, at, at when you run your seminars. I'm sure you've got a lot of people that come into your community that can ask themselves that question. And a couple of examples would be a removalist company, for example. They asked that question and said, hey, what would, what would make working with a removalist company even more amazing. And the feedback that they got is it would be great if you could make our beds in the next place, you know, because the last thing I want to do is in the middle of the night, I move back into my new place and I've got all my furniture in there, but then I have to make the bed. And, and so they started doing that. Another one was, how about you bring banana chairs? If, because if they move elderly people that are maybe you're staying in their house, how about you just bring them banana chairs and maybe a, a mocktail, a, a fancy something to drink, and you just say, hey, how about you go chill out while we, we work in your house? And another one, which is, is a good one for tradies, uh, a couple of tradies asked that question, and, and you probably have heard some of, of them in the past where they say they clean up after themselves, etc. but the biggest one, two of the biggest ones that they got from their market, which is usually women, is that they don't like them to be late. So one of the tradies that, that we've worked with, he pays 50 bucks if he comes late. And another thing is the women, they don't want to see bum cracks. So they basically say, so, so that's a feedback from the market. So now the tra- one of the tradies, they say even on their website, they say, we, we're always on time or we pay you 50 bucks or, uh, and plus you never, you're never going to see bum cracks. Love it. Can you just repeat those two questions again for us? Yeah, cool. So the first one is you, you ask, the first question you only ask your existing clients. You say, why do you like buying from us? What makes us awesome? And the second question you can ask anyone. You can ask the question, what would make working with A, insert your industry, even more irresistible? All right, fantastic. Let's get on to hot tip number three. So hot tip number three is a way to help you fulfill number two, which is differentiating yourself. One way of differentiating yourself is humanizing your marketing. And this is something that I've been studying for many years now because I've always believed that if you, if you infuse a little bit of, of personal story into your marketing, your marketing will do better. 
And we've proven that now through a lot of split testing. So what it means, the whole concept of humanizing your marketing basically means that you show who is behind the brand. You don't just talk as if you're talking to a stranger from a stranger. You, you make it a little bit more personal. And what, a few ways of doing that is, if, for example, your email style. I've, I've done a, a few split tests even recently where I would send an email out to half of the database that would be a little bit just more um, uh, corporate, you know, just not, not much storage. Just, hey, how's it going? How, have you seen this or something like that? Not, not very personal. And the other half of the database got a little bit of a personal story. I would just the latest one that I split tested was one where I would say, hey, I just got back from a boat trip in the Maldives and this happened, you know, like I told them a little bit of a personal story about, about this trip. And then I went into what I was going to tell them about. I was telling them about an event and the email that had a bit of personality in it and a bit of personal story did much better than the one that didn't. And another way of doing it. So that's one way is, is through your email style. Obviously there's a fine line. You don't want to talk too much about yourself, of course, but there's a fine line. People actually do want to know who's behind the business. The second one is through social media. So showing people behind the curtains. And we usually do, we have a Friday thing here in the office where we usually, on Fridays, we say, let's share something from the team. I think last week the guys did, a what was it, like a hashtag summarizing um, our weeks. So everyone in the team here had to give people, have to, had to give our, um, Jess, who runs our social media updates, a hashtag. So uh, I think my hashtag that came to mind that was um, summarizing the week was hashtag cheeky pants. It just came to mind. I don't know why. Somebody else had hashtag 100 days of happiness. And so we just we just did a hashtag one. Another one we did the Friday before was what are you reading? And everyone in the team shared what they're reading. And those Friday posts where we share our personal insights and what we're up to always get the most engagement. It's crazy. Mm. And the third way, so one is email style, one is social media. The third one is on the website, the most, the second most visited page actually on most websites is what do you think? You, you probably know what it is. The About Us page. Exactly. So people, and so that shows us that people actually want to know. So they often go from homepage to About Us page, then maybe product page on mo not every single website, but most websites. So that shows us that people want to know who is behind this business before they go and buy. So on the About Us page, instead of making it very corporate and very dry and blah, blah, the whole CV and I, you know, uh, I, I did got a master degree and I got all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. Make it a little bit more interesting too by sharing a couple of personal things about you. So one of, one of our, our team members, I think in, in her profile, it says that she loves baking and she's always on the hunt for a new baking tray. And then what happens is that sometimes we even have people walking in here with a baking tray because they read it on her thing. So she's, she's getting baking trays sometimes because it says it on her thing. Or another guy for someone else, it's, I think it says he can, he can make three-minute noodles in two minutes. And it's a, it's a talking point and it makes the whole About Us page a little bit more engaging. Love it. Okay, let's go on to number four. So number four is I, I'm a big believer in combining online and offline marketing. So uh, there's a lot of talk out there about online and, and I love online marketing. I think it's beautiful and you can do a lot. You can do crazy targeting, but then we sometimes forget offline, but we live in an offline world. That's where I, I, I live in the physical world. So we can't forget the tip for is really we can't forget to also play offline. And offline is just stuff like direct mail, for example, phone calls, running events, 
networking or setting up strategic partnerships. And that's actually tip five. So tip five is, well, so tip four is basically just don't forget to also include a little bit of offline marketing into your funnel. Even in your online funnel, if you have mapped out your online funnel where you, the people opt in, they get something, etc. add some offline in there, for example, by calling people or by, by sending them something in the physical mail. And tip five is collaborate. I'm a big believer in businesses collaborating with each other. And that's, a, that's, you know, we could also call it strategic partnerships, but it's basically finding people that have the same market, but are maybe not in direct competition. But having said that, you know, even in our programs, I have quite a few marketing consultants that are in our marketing education programs. It doesn't bother me because it's all about collaboration because there will always be people that maybe are not the right fit for us. They might be the right fit for someone else that mm. does something similar or a bit different. And even so what we're I, doing right now, we're both, yeah. we both help business owners and we're both uh, you know, chatting to each other about how we can do that together. Exactly, exactly. And I think you, you really get that concept of collaboration because you collaborate with a lot of people and, and we are all in this together. We are on the same mission. We all want to help small businesses do better. We just do it in different ways. So I think it's silly to not collaborate. And, and even in any industry, I think businesses should just look at how they can collaborate a bit more, worry a little bit less about their competitors and how they can outdo someone. But look, worry a little bit more about collaborating. I think it's just, it's the future. Fantastic. Well, I could easily chat to you for another hour, but we do have to wrap up. So just to summarize those five points for everybody listening, number one was about discover your why and uh, know uh, why you're doing what you're doing. Um, number two is about differentiating yourself from your competitors. And there was some, a couple of great questions there about how to do that more successfully. Number three was about humanizing your marketing through your emails, through your social media, through your About Us page. We also talked about number four, which was integrating uh, both online and offline marketing and not forgetting about all those important offline strategies. And also number five was collaborating with others. So Francisca, I'm going to leave the final word to you. Anything else you want to add before we wrap up? Final word. Well, you know, in the beginning, you've asked me how can how can people learn to become better at marketing? And there are some really great books out there. I'm just going to recommend maybe two or three books that I think are a really easy read for people. Obviously, I like anything by Seth Godin. One of them that I could recommend is called The Purple Cow. Also, Predictably Irrational. I think that's by maybe Dan Ariely. You might you might remember. I think it's um, written by Dan Ariely. It's called Predictably, Irra Predictably Irrational. Another one would be Influence, The Psychology of Persuasion, which is by Robert Gialdini. And then, obviously, another book is called Bananas About Marketing. That's a bit cheeky because it's our book. But also look at blogs. Look at blog. Uh, Seth Godin has a really good blog. It's free. You subscribe and you just get his his blog posts every single day. And they're really good to just to just ease you into marketing and get you familiar with with some terms and make and show you that it's actually very doable to be good at marketing. Fantastic. Well, thanks so much for chatting with us. It's been an absolute pleasure to find out more about Francisca and also Basic Bananas. Please visit basicbananas.com. That's where you can find more info. Otherwise, head to our website, businessblueprint.com, and uh, you can join us uh, for many more uh, special interviews like this. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to another Business Masters podcast. To access more great content or to download your free business plan template, visit businessblueprint.com.